This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're very welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. I'd love to speak to you today about your experiences of dealing with anxiety. And I know, and I've said this so many times, we have spoken at length about anxiety and the impact it can have on your life on Spin Talk before. Today we're coming at it from the perspective of maybe someone who lives with someone or is a good friend with or is in a relationship with a person who is suffering quite badly with anxiety. I read out an email just before the song there from a listener who's been going out with his girlfriend for over seven years and while he's mad about her and really wants to take their relationship to the next stage, he does feel like her issues are starting to hold him back and he says, you know, I know how selfish this must sound but it just gets too much for me at times. So if you can relate to that in any way, I would love to speak to you today. What advice would you have for this listener? I'm on 087-711-1038. Joining me in studio now from Spun Out is Caro Dowd. Hi there. How are you? Good. And really good of you to join us on this one today because, as I said, we have spoken a lot about anxiety, but from our own perspectives and how it can impact us. And we've mm. heard from listeners their own experiences. Interesting one today, be hearing it from the side of the person maybe who's trying to support a loved one who is suffering badly with anxiety. Yeah, totally. Like, And I suppose it's kind of accepting that there's only so much you can do. And I suppose the fact they're together seven years, he probably has done an awful lot already. Like, I mean, she's mentioned... He's mentioned that she's been to different counsellors. Maybe they haven't had a great um, impact on her, is what he says in the mm-hmm. email. And, like, that is something you hear a lot. And I suppose it comes down to the individual and what is what their anxiety is and how they could best deal with it. And I suppose it might take a while for them to find the right counsellor, the right uh, therapies, you know, to find the right mix for them. And it can be very difficult when someone reaches out and goes to a counsellor and perhaps um, their methods isn't something that's suitable for where they are right now, you Mm -hmm. know. So um, I know that there's different things that work for different people. I mean, it sounds like she's been to counsellors. There's also psychotherapists, there's... um, um, NLP, there's cognitive behavioural therapy, there's a lot of different methods that she could try and I think that that's something that maybe he could suggest to her but I do think if they're that close and they're, they're together that long it sounds to me like he's done a great job so far and maybe he's reaching out now because you know he's feeling like it's affecting him, it's affecting yeah. his life and I suppose just to remember that, that you can't really be there for someone unless you're looking after yourself. And I think if it's starting to affect him and his life, then he maybe needs to take a step back, even if, even just to kind of give himself the time and space to make sure he's looking after himself so that he can be there for her. Yeah, and I feel for him because when he says, you know, I know this may sound selfish, and I think that's really brave to admit how you feel mm. because if something that is affecting someone you love begins to impact on your life you know of course what you would think the right thing to do is stick by them through thick and thin and this isn't saying that he doesn't want to stick by her Mm. and help her through this but just as you said he needs to focus a bit on himself like you don't know what's going on I mean it does sound though from the way just from reading the email I don't get the the feeling that he's talking about you know running away from this it's more like help me find other ways to help her cope you know and it yes. sounds like that's where he is to me right yeah, now yeah he's not he's asking how to break up with her yeah like <laughs> I mean and that happens too sometimes you know people um, can't cope with each other's um, ways whatever they may be and it might be just not worth it anymore for them but I don't think he sounds like he's there to me it sounds to me like he's just trying to figure out different ways 
of dealing with things. And to be honest, I think maybe if he kind of has a look at how they are when they go out, he says, you know, he can't really feel like, he doesn't really feel like he's being himself. He feels like he's kind of looking after her the whole time they're out in social situations because he's afraid things are going to get really bad for her. And I think maybe if he kind of had a look and tried to figure out whether he was protecting her or whether he was encouraging her. Because I think if they're out and about and he's just kind of, um, you know, running interference and making sure she's never having to speak to anyone on her own or never goes to the bar and, you know, if he's protecting her, which is lovely, it's really not going to be helping her in the long run. Yeah. So if he kind of maybe had a look at what way that is going and try and figure out, uh, you know, perhaps maybe gentle encouragement might be better. Mm-hmm. Being like, I'm going over there for two minutes. I'll be back then. And kind of, you know, working on it that way so that you're you, you're there for each other. You're like, he's encouraging her, but he's not kind of, you know, guarding her on nights out. Yeah, I think that's a really good point And maybe that's something that they need to have a chat about. Because as you said, it sounds like they're very close. They've been through a lot. Um, they're mad about each other that maybe it's it's um, coming from a place of look what do, what do you, what would you like me to do rather than what you feel you need mm-hmm. me to do and maybe there is you know something that could be worked on between the two of them and also maybe he feels she's too dependent mm. on him when they're out yeah uh, totally and I mean if he's looking for tools I mean it's something that's spun out that we've uh, did, done a lot of work on about a year and a half ago two years ago we did a campaign just all around anxiety because it was kind of what young people were saying that was coming up again and again and a lot of the time from friends and partners and you know how can we actually help them you know other than talking what else can we do you know and the whole campaign was about recognising what anxiety is to you, how it affects you, how it's affecting your behaviour, what it is that causes you anxiety and just kind of taking that moment to recognise it because a lot of the time when you're talking about what it is or starting off a conversation and I do this myself, you're like, I know this sounds ridiculous but this is the thing I'm worrying about and a lot of the time once you say that out loud you've recognised, you know, you're recognising what it is, you're acknowledging it and same with writing it down on a piece of paper. Sometimes kind of just doing that can stop it spinning around in your head. Yes, you might be still anxious about it, but acknowledging it and putting it down on a piece of paper, saying it to someone um, can be something that can really help. And then likewise, so that you're not just sitting down writing down your worries all the time, if you just take those 10 minutes, write down all the things in your head that you're worried about, then for the last five minutes, turn over the page and write down some of the things that have gone well for you today. You like write down to the little kind of like, oh, my coffee was great this morning. I got six and a half hours sleep, you know, whatever, like mm-hmm. tiny little things that have kind of gone well for you that maybe you wouldn't acknowledge. And then when you have them down, it can be a nice little balance. It can make you feel a bit more balanced. And mm-hmm. I think that that's something and that's great a lot idea. of people. Because you hear about meditation and you hear about mindfulness and that's, that can be tough to get into too. So, I mean, I just think that's a very basic thing yeah. that could help her. And it's an exercise she could do on her own. You know, it's something that he can kind of help and encourage her with, but not be involved with. And that might even help boost her confidence a bit, you know? Yeah. And good for him as well, that if she finds something that, you know, she does on her own time, that's just for her, mm. maybe he mightn't feel, well, look, you know, you need me for that. Like, that's just something for her. It takes the pressure off him a little bit because that's, what this sounds like to me is yeah. he feels the pressure of minding her. And I suppose as well, and I mean, they've been together seven years, but I think a lot of the time it's just um, a bit of acceptance as well that there's not going to be a quick fix and it's going to be about yeah. finding a combination that works for them, a combination of things that help him cope with her anxiety and things that help her cope with her anxiety and kind of just acknowledging and accepting that it's probably going to come and go. But, you know, so long as you're addressing it and looking after it and you've got those tools that work for you, then, I mean, that's kind of the best you can hope for in a, in a healthy relationship like that. But, you know, he sounds like a really good guy. He really does, yeah. Um, and we're really grateful for him to get in touch because I think it's an angle we hadn't looked at 
before, mm. you know, what it's like to be in a relationship with someone who is suffering, like it sounds, quite badly. Hopefully things get a bit better for both of them. So thank you so much for, for getting the email into us. Claire O'Dowd from Spun Out, thank you so much. And as you said, there's a lot of information available up on spunout.ie. Thank you. Get involved in the conversation. I would love to hear from you today. If you could offer some advice to our listener, to his girlfriend also, um, just how maybe to make this a little easier on both of them, helping a partner through anxiety. I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text her WhatsApp. You're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Lots of messages coming in on our topic about supporting a partner or a loved one who is battling with anxiety. Get involved in the conversation. I would love to hear what you have to say. Jed says, the only advice I can think of for him is to take up a hobby or a pastime just to get some alone time each week with different people. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Jed, really sweet advice. I think the hearts are very fond. Like I think, as Claire O'Dowd was saying from Spun Out, it does sound like he is really in this relationship seriously. He really cares about his partner. But it's just, he's being honest, you know, it's getting a little too much for him, especially when they go out. He worries about, you know, minding her um, because he feels it's holding him back. So when they're out. So yeah, maybe that is good advice, you know, to try and do things separately. Francis says, CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. I have family members who have found this helpful. A GP can refer you and it can be done online. Oh, I've never heard that it can be done online before, um, Francis. Thanks for that. Yeah, as Claire said, look, it, it sounds from the email that she has been to counselling and hasn't really worked different things work for different people and you have been brilliant in the past about sharing what has worked for you um, for her partner though what is going to help them is going to help their relationship because as Claire rightly said there is no quick fix to this I suppose it's just a matter of keeping an eye on it keeping an eye on each other checking in and recognising maybe what causes her anxiety or what she needs what he needs as well Anna says, I would seek psychotherapy. To be perfectly honest, if it has been an ongoing problem, then just simple counselling won't work. Because talking to someone is good, but getting to the actual root of the problem is where a qualified doctor could help. So maybe that's it. Now, maybe our listener knows exactly what is causing his girlfriend this anxiety. Maybe she knows herself. But the bottom line is today that it's beginning to affect him and their relationship, and he doesn't want it to. So what advice would you have? I'm on 087-711-1038. Um, Eve joins me on the line now. Hi, Eve. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. I see from your message you're a life coach, Eve. I am actually now because, like, this actually story was really remind my own life because uh, um, I was a little child. I had wonderful family. And actually, one day, my dad committed suicide. And this really made me feel like I'm not good enough to be loved. And actually, I was afraid of love. So any man who turned in, in my life, I always would turn them away or looking for some reason to leave this relationship. And that's why I feel this poor girl, she's probably afraid of something. And the man, he's amazing. He's helping her. But actually, I'm afraid what... He making making her in the victim stage, and she really makes feel him and herself not in wrong right place at all. And that's what I feel sorry for him really, but for her too. Um, I think 
Sorry. No, what I was going to say was I think you, you've picked up on something there that maybe, you know, and, and as myself and Claire had said earlier, that maybe um, she has become very dependent on on the partner and that's what is, you know, a bit unhealthy in their relationship. Very much so, very much so, because what's, what's happening now, she's nearly sucking all energy from him and that's why he reached out for help. If he would be fine, if she would be fine and they would be fine each other, just helping one each other would be great. But now it looks like she's nearly choking him with this need, always minding. You know, woman and man supposed to be kind of 50-50 at least, you know. But this moment probably he took over more than he really able. And that's why I would, I would really suggest she would need on her own to find her own way what's wrong with her like it's nearly I'm not saying for him to leave her but nearly give her time to figure out herself what's wrong with you because in the end I'm afraid what someone will be very suffer nobody will be happy in there because this will be drag forever you know forever yeah I think Eve you, you make a good point as you said like he he sounds like a very supportive partner and they really care about each other. But this maybe is something that she needs to learn to maybe master on her own and, yeah. and figure out, which is difficult. It is difficult. And that's why my journey took me 34 years till I figure out. But, you know, if somebody would tell me that time when I was feeling, I thought, okay, I would say, no, no, I'm fine. What are you saying? Look at me. I have a boyfriend. He's gone. I have a fiance. He's gone. I have a husband. He's gone. And then you started looking, what's wrong with me? But if somebody would come and tell me that time, something is wrong with you, as probably everybody looking at her and making her feeling that something is not right. And she probably more holding to him and saying, look, I am in a good, healthy relationship. I'm fine. But actually, maybe it's not really as fine as looks from outside. Okay. You know. Yeah. So it sounds like maybe, um, you know, I know she said, like or he said, counselling hasn't really worked for her. But finding what works for her and can help her get to the root of her anxiety issues might help. Eve, really appreciate your time today. Thank you for getting in touch with us. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Um, Eva's so lovely Eva's a life coach and just if you missed the start of what she had to say her dad took his own life when she was small and this caused her um, quite a lot of anxiety issues over the years and it was a long journey as Eve said really getting to the root of what was causing this anxiety and you know mastering her own mental health and maybe it is a case that this girl will need a bit of time to herself Anna joins me next on the line hi Anna Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good, thank you. And I read out your message, I think. You were saying that maybe counselling isn't enough for this girl. Yes, absolutely. I'm in kind of a similar boat in terms of the reader who or the listener who wrote in. And I'm actually the girl kind of in this situation. I was diagnosed with depression in late 2013. And I've been de- dealing with anxiety and depression and found that counselling, while it was good and, and it certainly is beneficial to talk to somebody. I found that after going to see um, a shrink, going to see a psychotherapist, that it has completely changed my life and has really, really improved my current relationship. So I can I, I can see it from the girl's perspective and from the uh, listener who wrote in perspective as well. That's good, Anna. And thank you so much for sharing that because I think from the boyfriend's perspective who got in touch with us, it really sounds like he cares and really wants to support her. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But the problem is as well as dependency. Um, I can see where he's coming from in terms of that he feels very dependent, that he needs to be by her all the time and things like that. And I can assure him that that is definitely probably doubling down on her anxiety because when you have anxiety, you feel terrible about yourself and you feel terrible that you're putting pressure on other people. So if she goes to see a psychiatrist, it will also give her a sense of independence about taking control of her own mental health. But he has to remember as well that his own mental health and happiness is as important to her as it is to him so I would only I would only urge her to go uh, see a shrink or if he's helping her that he puts her in touch with somebody that can really help okay. her because a medical professional sometimes is the necessary next step because they can as you said get to the very root of the problem yeah and great to hear Anna that it, your own relationship has improved it sounds like your partner must be very understanding and, and you know like this listener you know willing to support you which is wonderful <laughs> Oh, yes, he's very willing to support me, but it came to kind of a conclusion at one stage where when you're in a relationship, obviously you depend on another person for comfort, you know, to talk to if you've had a bad day. But then if you have mental health issues, that kind of doubles down as they kind of become your therapist because they naturally then begin to know your triggers, things that give you anxiety and things like that. So if she's able to kind of outsource that to a medical professional, then it will give them kind of a new burst in their relationship because my partner was saying, you know, after a while, he was like, this is really kind of weighing me down as well. And it wasn't an attack on me and I didn't feel like it was an attack on me. And I was very open to kind of listening to him about that. And he was like, maybe you should go see a therapist. And after I went, began seeing a therapist, it became less and less at the end of the day, you know, saying all of the bad things that are happening or yeah. calling him crying on my lunch break if I had anxiety. I was given, my therapist gave me the mechanisms and kind of the medical help to take the dependency myself to be able to sort those kind of things out. Anna, thank you so much. I really appreciate um, no sharing that. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks, Lauren. Bye. Bye-bye. Um, I really hope Eve and Anna have helped our listener in some way. And just really good to hear that, you know, things can get better, things can improve. But at the moment, our listener just feels it's too much for him. And that is totally fair enough. Now, as Anna said, you know, she didn't take that personally when her partner said that to her, that, you know, it was just getting a bit too much for him which is great to hear um, and you know really really honest and we really appreciate the honesty of our listeners saying look I know maybe it sounds selfish but I just feel like it's too much for me I wonder has he said this to his girlfriend because I think you know I think she can take that like Anna you know I think it's okay for you to say that to her so maybe if you haven't maybe try and get that across to her Um there are lots and lots of messages coming through and we were really delighted to see a message come in uh, from Grace Mongi, who's been on the show with us so many times to talk to us about her own experiences. You'll probably know her better as Faces by Grace on Snapchat or on Instagram. Uh, Grace, really appreciate you getting in touch on this one. Thanks so much. No worries, Lauren. Um, Ra- you? I'm good. Rachel tells me you were literally just on the way home from seeing your own psychotherapist. Yeah, I go to therapy every week or every fortnight, depending on how I'm feeling or how my schedule is. So yeah, I was just on my way home there. I actually got the start of the conversation and then I had to go in and when I got back into the car, it was still continuing. So that's when I texted in to have a little chat with you. Okay, brilliant, um, Grace. What did you want to say? Just that I think for the girl herself, psychotherapy is probably the best route. I know my own experience, I've had four different types of therapy and when I found the right woman for me, it just changed my life completely. I had been to counselling for years and different types of therapy. 
and then I went to an actual clinic, met with the director of the clinic, who then pairs me up with the right therapist who she thought would work best with me for my situation. And then I met with the lady and it just was from the first session, it just like things started to become clearer. I started to understand myself and it was a slow process. This was back before I even had Sienna. And then I went to her for six weeks and I felt a lot better. Then after about a year and a half, I was feeling anxious again. Things started to come back. I couldn't control it myself. And I said to Chris and my family, do you know what? I'm going to go back to my therapist. I'm going to let her know that I've had a baby, that I've moved house, all of these different changes in my life and go from there. So that was back in July. And I still, like from week to, I take it day by day now. I take it week by week. And she is now part of my weekly routine or part of my like my mental health now is just my priority. I put my money into going to see her so I can function better, so I can be a better mother, so I can be a better partner, so I can be a better businesswoman, and just so I can get on with my day-to-day life. And she really got into the nitty-gritty side of my anxiety and explained why I was feeling that way, what was triggering it, ways to kind of help deal with it when I was having a panic attack um, and it just made it all clear it was like the fog had lifted I could see back to things that would have triggered me to be an anxious person and it just made the world a difference and I actually asked her recently what the difference was between counselling, psychology and psychotherapy she's a psychotherapist and she said counsellors will listen and that's great but if you need someone to kind of delve in and figure out what's been going on and why certain things trigger anxiety and panic attacks you need a psychotherapist she drew out my family tree she can kind of talk to me and we have a conversation sometimes I go in and I don't know what I'm going to talk about and I end up talking about a random topic that wasn't on my mind but I needed to kind of get it off my chest so psychotherapy I think from years of experience and years of different therapy that's the best route for me and I think for someone who is doesn't really know their problems and wants to learn more about themselves and what's going on I would definitely recommend psychotherapy. Grace, that's brilliant. Um, thank you so much for that. And I just, I feel like everyone who's come on has just been really helpful. And I hope maybe it will help our listener, but also help yeah. his partner as well. Talk but to for me. Him, yeah. I'm sorry. I, I just, sorry. No, I just wanted to know because you said like it's made you a better mom and a better partner because, you know, living the way you were living and suffering the way you were, it must have impacted on your personal relationships. Absolutely. And like my family, and it was impacting on everyone and I have a really supportive system around me I have great friends great family a great partner but for me it was something I wanted to do for myself to get to the root of my problems so that I could deal and cope and control my anxiety it's great having that support system around you and I think sometimes when you're anxious like Anna said you kind of become dependent on someone and you need that comfort but at the end of the day if you need when you need to get on with your day-to-day life you need to be the person to depend on you need to be your reassurance you need to come out of your mind and reassure yourself that you are okay that it is just your thoughts that it is just anxiety and kind of separate yourself from your anxiety and that was kind of the turning point for me when I realized that I can't depend on people I have to depend on myself they can comfort me and they can make me feel better but it's me and I need to make the decision that this is what I want from life and this is I don't want to be an anxious person for the rest of my life. I will obviously always have anxious traits and I will suffer with my anxiety, but I don't want to 
stop myself from doing things. I want to live the best life possible. And the only way I could do that was facing my problems front on and saying, like, you need this for you. And people can help, but it's you at the end of the day who needs to make the decision. Grace, really appreciate you getting in touch. Thank you so much for that. No worries, Lauren. Lovely to Thank speak you. to you, as always. Um, that is the wonderful Faces by Grace. Um, Any time we have asked her to come on and talk about her anxiety issues, she's always been so wonderful, such a supporter of Spin Talk. She joined us for World Mental Health Day um, and spoke really openly in front of a live audience back in November. And just today, just by chance, she happened to get into her car and overhear this conversation. So thank you so much for getting in touch about that, Grace. And thank you so much to everyone else who has been getting in touch on this topic. Sarah says, I've had anxiety. You're so aware of dragging down your family and close friends if you complain about it, which makes it so much harder. It's a hard thing to understand unless you've been through it, but that last message into spin seems like he is doing everything he can to help his girlfriend. It's hard to find a balance, but I would recommend he says it to her as she will understand and they could find a balance which is best for both of them. Yeah, I think 100%. If you haven't had um, a conversation with your girlfriend about how you're feeling, don't be afraid to. She can take it. And you know what? In the long run, she will thank you. Um, Eve, who we spoke to a few minutes ago, has been back in touch to say, thank you very much for listening to me and the opportunity to share my story. Would you be able to share this, please? I work with people like her and maybe some would need help. Thank you for helping to help others. Well, Eve um, is hosting a Body and Mind Detox Weekend, the 7th and 8th of April so we might tweet out some of the details about that her mobile number and her email and everything are on it it doesn't actually say where it is um, balanceinfo at yahoo.com is her email address so Eve thanks a million for that and thank you so much for sharing good of you to get involved in the conversation you can continue um, our listener who wanted some advice because he's trying to support his girlfriend who is dealing with anxiety and just the messages have been really overwhelming so thank you so much Janina on text says, I suffered with anxiety for years. What I found really helped me is cannabis oil. It relaxes me so much. It might not be for everyone, but for me, it really worked. You're not stoned by any means, just nice and relaxed. Thank you for that. Uh, Jamie says, listening to Spin 1038, just heard Faces by Grace giving a complete socks. Go you. Honesty is so relatable. Um, absolutely. Neve says, I suffer with anxiety for as long as I can remember. I can relate to your other half. Um, for five years I was housebound and lost many friends due to it counselling never worked for me either I had to take it upon myself and give myself a good kicking to go out and about no one else can take on that responsibility of another person's mental health without affecting their own plain and simple you said yourself you've been with this girl for seven years so I doubt there would be any reason to fear if you sat down together and communicated across what you need going forward just let her know that you are there for her as always when she needs you but you are your own person and do need time for yourself You've both made it this far and plan to go further. I doubt this will be the end of your relationship. It's all about compromise and communication in the end. Don't be afraid. She might be stronger than you think. Love the messages that have come through on this and there's so many other wonderful ones up on the Spin1038 Facebook page. Thank you so, so much on behalf of that listener. I'm really glad we had this conversation. Um, I mentioned Eve's retreat. BalanceYourLifeRetreat.com is the name of it. Eve was good enough to come on and share her story. So thanks for that, Eve, and best of luck with the retreat. 7th and 8th of April, it's taking place. Um, my next guest will be with me in just a few moments' time. Senator Lynn Ruan was elected to the Shannon in April 2016. She spoke to us on air that week about all her plans. So she's back today uh, as part of International Women's Week to talk about how life has been as a senator she is also mum of two girls, two gorgeous girls. She's going to talk about them. And of course, the impact that what happened over the weekend in Tala has had on her community. Senator Lynn Ruan will be next with me on Spin Talk. 
This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.